Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. There will be no celebrations at the end of this episode because several characters will be dead. (laughs) The sorcerer used her most powerful spell to save an ally's life. I'm going to banish Nestor to an uh, an extra-dimensional plane that has a maze in it. Oh, you're going to maze me? I'm going to maze Nestor. I'm going to maze Nestor. Leaving the remaining heroes outnumbered and outmatched. I mean, you have to. I have to. One of these has to. One of these, right? Or fumble. Has to. Natural two. I mean... This is... Unbelievable! (laughs) This is... Natural two. (laughs) How many in a row? But just when all seemed lost. Daddy 19. Oh! Oh! Yes! Yes, he reappears out of the battlefield. The Slayer found his way home. 55 points of damage. It has DR 15 (gasps) adamantine and DR 15 bludgeoning. However, 55 is enough to kill him. The adventure continues. Merry Christmas, Matthew! (laughs) Now. Since we drank a toast now And tried to reach beyond the emptiness But neither one knew how Matthew Do you like that one? <laughs> I'll love it more in about a week You know what? <laughs> According to the people listening to this We're late into December Well then yeah in the, in, If I were able to time travel I'd like it a lot Met my old lover in a grocery store I love that song That song should be a movie I don't like that song. You don't like it? Is it a problem you have with Dan Fogelberg? Or that song I don't just... like Dan Fogelberg. What did he ever do to you? Uh, he uh, destroyed my childhood. Well, I'll put it that way. That's understandable. Uh, I, you just don't like that genre of music. <laughs> I, no, I don't. But, but yeah, it's like I, I always like I think about that. I think about the easily listening stations and, you know, my mom's stupid fucking hippie friends who are around all the time listening to that fucking shit. And I start to get nauseous. Oh, I just that love that old, song. Same old, old same old anxiety. Another old It's more of a New Year's song, but, yeah. uh, you know, it definitely... Um, I, I listened to it. I never thought of it as a holiday song. I didn't ever listen to the lyrics because I hated it so much. But you're right. I had no, I mean, I'm sure I've heard it, but I have no memory of hearing that song until you talked about it being your favorite Christmas song. Yeah, it was, it was up there for a while. There was a time when it was number one. It kind of bounces in the top five for me. It really hits all the, all the spots for me. I have a question for you. Is it Dan Fogelberg related or related to that song he died Fogelberg Jason he died at 56 he died at uh, uh, Michael Bay's current age oh then Michael Bay killed Dan (laughs) is that what you just said (laughs) yes he lived harder than the Bay (laughs) all right let's immediately cease all progress on Giant Slayer Adventure Path deal and just turn this into an investigative journalism podcast where we investigate the death a serial style investigative journalism podcast where we investigate a the death of dan fogelberg and b the many murders of dan white and the many murders of michael and michael and michael bay michael bay's involvement it is a conspiracy slash true crime podcast we will have 
500 times the listeners we have now in yes. about a week and a half. With the sure. stipulation that none of the information that we uncover or disperse is true at all. That's yeah, not, that doesn't wait, matter. If it just says a, true crime in the subtitle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Hang on, Skid. The information might be true. That's we, Who are we to say who that it's not, it? that is definitively not true? Just because we made it up doesn't mean that we happen to stumble upon the truth in our brains. Right. Just because we made it up doesn't mean you, listener, have proof it's not true. Right. You have proof it's not true? Yeah. Show it to, email me. I'm fine. Maybe, fine. I, maybe I thought I made it up because I actually heard it somewhere. Like years ago, and I forgot I heard it, and I thought, oh, here's an idea. Maybe you actually witnessed the murder skit, but you've just it's repressed It's a repressed it. memory. Yeah. Who's to say that's not the case? If I saw Michael Bay murder someone, I would want to forget it. <laughs> yeah, I would too. <laughs> I wanted, wanted to forget everything I've seen Michael Bay do. So that would, that would follow. I am most oh. upset that Dan Fogelberg cannot create the theme song for GCP 2.0 because he's dead. Michael Bay. Michael thanks Bay's to No Michael thanks Bay. to you, Bay. <laughs> That's just sad. It's a great song. Talk about you. I mean, last week you were giving me shit about nostalgia. This is a feeling of nostalgia of an event that never existed for me. But it's something that, like, I think about, like, uh, you know, being older. And if you're if you're older and single and running into a, an old lover at the grocery store, and they're married, and you know they're not happy, and they just you're like, why don't we just go and. Uh, Ruin our spouse's lives. No, we'll just, we're going to grab, let's go to a bar. Oh, all the bars are closed. We got to catch up. How about we just grab a six pack and sit in the car and they just talk. Nothing happens between them. And, uh, then, uh, he gets back in his car and, and she drives off. And as she does, the snow turned into rain. Who gets arrested for the DUI? Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying they were, so you, Troy, are promoting drinking and drugs. Yeah. Is that what you're no, saying? That's <laughs> not what I'm saying. That's, that's Michael Bay talk. <laughs> Although that is how Dan Fogelberg died. He died of prostate cancer. <laughs> I have uh, a question Grant. for you, Skid. Yes. <laughs> that's really brought it down. Damn it, Grant. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Get those uh, colonoscopies. <sighs> that song sounds awfully like another song I know, mm-hmm. which I know you dislike, Skid. And that is Taxi by Harry Chapin. So where do those two things Ooh. rank? Is, was that the theme song to Taxi? No. Oh. No. Can I, can I read you a quote, Troy? You're going to love this. I want, I'm going to read you a quote, and I want you to guess who said it. Another artist about Dan Fogelberg. Are you ready? Yes. There are songs that people say are the soundtrack of your life. I would take out my Dan Fogelberg records and would meet, read a passage of lyrics from his work and go about my day. That was an artist who changed my life, who made me change where and when I wanted to go and make music that I wanted to to play and thus led me here. I'm going to say Garth Brooks. Absolutely right. Wow. Wow. That is so terrifying. terrifying. Sadly impressive. I thought the answer. (laughs) (laughs) It's really impressive in a very pathetic way. Sadly (laughs) impressive. (laughs) Write that down. Uh, That's amazing. I thought that was going to happen, and I'm glad I took the gamble. See, I thought there were only two possible logical answers to that question. 
<laughs> one was Michael Bay, and the other was Frank Stallone. <laughs> Frank, you guessed it. Frank, Frank you Stallone. guessed it. Frank Stallone. <laughs> oh. How did you know that? I cheated. I was looking at the Wikipedia while you read it. Oh. 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 <laughs> well played. Well played, LaValle. Are you a Garth Brooks fan as well? And do I do you, like Garth Do you see Brooks. similarities between Fogelberg's music and Garth Brooks' music? And now I do. Sail my vessel. Is that a Garth Brooks? To the river runs dry. You know, they say he gives a mean concert. You feel like he's mean to the No, people? no, he's like really <laughs> puts on a Why show. don't all of you shut up? You're all stupid and ugly. Would you pay to get in here, you idiots? All right, I'll play like one. It. No, no. I, like I wrote it. this one in the back of a Buick. I like the idea of a mean concert instead of like a music concert. Like if people just show and say, fuck all of you. Look at you, you stupid fuck. And the thunder rolls. <laughs> but he never sings. He just like is mean to people the whole mean. time. It's Brian, why did we pay for that? Brian Cox could make a fortune. If that was no, fuck off. These seats were expensive. Um, <laughs> well, here's oh, the man, question. I didn't I, know he was dead. Now I'm sad. Here's the question I had for you. Uh, let's bring it back to Christmas song. Folk related. Adjacent, yes. And it can be uh, to, to anybody, to any of you guys, really. Uh, <laughs> Fogelberg adjacent, yes. Just do, do you. get sadly impressed. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, it was just a lie. <laughs> yeah. That's more sad, but. And less impressive. What is your query? Your do Christmas you, query. Uh, you listen to so much Christmas music. Mm-hmm, do mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. Uh, hear uh, any Christmas songs that you've never heard before? Mm. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Okay, but I, stop. Why? Is it because they were written this year? Or like, do new Christmas songs come out? They do. Oh, yeah. Okay. They do. And I curate my list every year. It's a list that I've been curating now for 12 years. And every year I'm surprised that I still find one. I'm like, how is that not on my list? Because I've listened to, uh, I listen to Christmas radio stations, several serious Christmas stations. And then when I'm not in, if I'm flipping through the four Did different you say Christmas. serious Christmas stations? Serious XM radio. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very How does that mean? <laughs> but like I have four stations. Like NPR. Like <laughs> tuned up. And and I'm, while I'm driving, I'm just switching between each station until I like the song. But when I uh, don't like any of the songs, I switch to my Amazon Music. How do you feel about Christmas Isn't Canceled, Just You, the new song by Kelly Clarkson? Have you listened to it? I haven't, but I do have t- not one, but two Kelly Clarkson songs what are on they? my list because they're fucking great. What are they? Let us know. Um, all right. I will let you know. One is called uh, Underneath the Tree. Uh-huh. You know that one? That's a good one. Underneath the tree, and then the other one—is that her original song? That is her original. I. It sounds like it's like sixty years old, but it's perfect. It's great. Well, she is timeless. Her other one. Oh, there it is. I had it queued up. The other one I like is Christmas Eve. It's called. I don't know that one. I don't know that one. Right here. I'll play it two seconds. I'm familiar with the holiday. Yeah, I, I, stay before Christmas. Yeah, ready? <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to play it. No, I'm just okay, if it's through a laptop, it's fine, Joe. Yeah, it's, 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 if it's a laptop next to his microphone, he can play it as long as he wants. Can't hear it. I waited all year, baby, since I see your face uh, walking through my door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
right, so the answer to the question is every year you hear new Christmas songs that you like. Mm-hmm. Ariana Grande put out one uh, uh, a couple years ago. It's fantastic. I, pel- I Peloton to that yeah. extensively oh. last year. I only Peloton now to the Christmas playlist, and I've play I've done the same ride uh, eight times in a row now. Yes, I noticed that because I, I I jumped on the other day and saw you doing a ride, and it says like one of your friends is, is doing a ride, and looked at it, and it was like fucking October, and you were riding a Christmas a Christmas track. It was after November first. I think I think that's kind of some of my favorite Christmas songs, honestly. Like Mariah Carey, Kelly Clarkson, Ariana Grande. They're all fantastic pop female vocalists. Mm-hmm. And they just, they bring a uh, kind of athleticism to their vocals in these Christmas songs. And they use the Christmas genre as an excuse to kind of show off their vocal chops. People have been doing this for years. I mean, so many rock stars have put out Christmas music because it's the best music. Also because lots of it is royalty free. Yeah, and it's an easy way to make Tell that to Peloton. It's an easy four way. songs they use on their Christmas playlist. It sucks. Well, if you're only doing the same ride, you're going to have the same <laughs> playlist the whole time. Oh, I did one the other day. I hate their faux enthusiasm, all of the coaches. And it was like Christmas uh, movie songs from Christmas movies. But because they don't have any good rights, it's like the theme song to Elf. You know, the, the credits song to Elf. And the whole time, the instructor is like, oh, is that Buddy? Is that Buddy the Elf over there? Hey, Buddy, we're going along for a ride. Yeah. You know, the Candy Cane Forest? And then, like, the next song. this for 30 minutes, and every song is like, oh, who's that? It's the mean old Grinch. Oh, God. And for 30 minutes, she did that. I was like, come on. I wish on. you had texted me beforehand, because I would have said, there is nothing about this series that you will like. Nothing. So bad. Nothing this, about- this is a class for adults? <laughs> it is, yes, yeah. It's Peloton. They're not all like that. No. Present such a beautiful sight. <laughs> Dan Fogelberg, we hardly knew ye. And Michael Bay. And Michael Bay. Justice yes. is coming for you. <laughs> yes, that's right. Justice is coming, Bay. If there's any justice, you're next, Bay. I hope you have eyes in the back of your head, Mr. Bay. <laughs> Because <laughs> the Glass Cannon Network is coming for We're you. Coming for you. Hard hitting journalism. <laughs> <laughs> A journalist would never lie. This is going to be like only murders in the building. <laughs> That's exactly what it's going to be like. Well, last week there were a couple murders of monsters. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them almost <laughs> murdered you. However, as we went off the air, and I'm sure people have been uh, bitching about it all week. I was going to say, that was the best part, was that we did it by the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We realized clean business. fight. No errors. I like a clean Next. fight. You know what I mean when I say that? I like a clean fight. Yeah. 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 When did you say that? I can't Was remember. it Androids Aliens? I, it might have been. I don't know. We played too many games. But, uh, you know, hey. I feel like this is a clean fight. The minute you pitch a perfect game, there's no reason to do it anymore. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> that was, that was Man, Nolan Ryan's philosophy. If I had a nickel for every time I heard Nolan Ryan say that. <laughs> Seriously, this is the last time. All right. This is it. <laughs> But he pitched seven no yes, seven. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Matthew, you pointed out uh, in, in, let's call it classic Matthew fashion, uh, an element of the spell uh, maze that you hadn't noticed. Uh, let the listeners know for those who don't care about the rules like some people. I would like to first point out that this wasn't classic Matthew fashion because at the time I cast it, this wasn't relevant. I know what I said. I, I agree with you, Troy. 
<laughs> but only specifically because it happens to be, as always, as it always is, the last line of the spell. <laughs> it's not the last line of the spell. Damn, I, I thought it was. It. The last line of the spell is also interesting, but it is... Minotaurs are not affected by this spell. Oh, I love, that's a great <laughs> last that's line. The last <laughs> relevant line. I love that line, though. That's such a cool yeah. little tidbit in that spell. That is very cool. <laughs> it is actually in the second sentence. Oh. oh. <laughs> Basically. Who has, the really stamina, home, who has the stamina to read through to the second sentence of a spell description in this day and age? <laughs> to be fair, also, it was very convenient that we didn't bother to go back and look at the spell when it became relevant, which is that when you, che- you, when you attempt the DC-20 intelligence check, to escape the labyrinth, that is a full round action. So Nestor should not have been able to go and take an attack. And taking his attack. And yeah. so we were sitting here. I'm like, I do not want to re-record the end of this. And Baron was up next, so I had Baron roll uh, off air, and he hit and would have killed it. So it was much more momentous. So you could sleep at night. So I could sleep at night. It was much more momentous though for Nestor just pop and it was pop. Yeah, pop see, that's a pop. cool. That's a cool moment. Yeah, cool moment, and we're never going to take it away. Yeah, uh, even though it will be stricken from the record. I feel like it should. I, if, <laughs> if I were to change that spell, that's though, exactly what stricken from the record <laughs> means. <laughs> 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 and no one can ever take that. I went away. cross-eyed when you finished that sentence. <laughs> It'll never be taken away, but it never happened. <laughs> it can never be taken away because it never happened. It never happened. <laughs> and I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. You're right. <laughs> I would balance that spell by making it take a full round action to get out the first round you're in the maze. And then subsequent rounds, you get out for, for free on the check. Because yeah. you've been wandering the maze and you've lost Yeah, you don't turns. know like where you are in the maze. To be fair, I don't think it's designed to be done to your allies. True. So yeah, if anything, the, well, yeah, it's all, actually it's never intended for use, and that's not in any way something conceived of by the creators of that spell. I don't think. I think it's safe to say that no one has ever done it in the history of the game to an ally. ally. I think you might be the first. You might yeah. be the first. Right in. Let us know if it's yeah, ever happened in your if game. You've, if you've ever heard of a news story of that happening, I would change every rule to make this game enjoyable. I don't really understand the spirit of that sentence. It says the man infused with joy from Christmas, who also has a licensing deal with the publisher of this game. Show me a Christmas-themed adventure, and perhaps my heart will grow three sizes No, today. you'd hate it just like you'd the Christmas-themed Peloton rides. Don't lie to yourself. It's yeah. true. There is... Uh, that buddy the elf over there! <laughs> Go back to the Kennedy Farm. That is so insulting. I would, that would drive me insane. I couldn't, oh, I couldn't the, sit still for that. In the the worst, the worst. You know, you can stop a ride and choose a new one. No, I can't. That's like no, asking me to stop reading a book. Completionist. You no, can, you can turn the music off. If you, you can really also turn. It. You can turn the instructor off too. Yeah, I did that. I wish there was a way to just turn the instructor off and listen to the music, but they don't let you do that. There is. No, you can do, you can make do, more you can do less instructor. Yeah, less I, do instructor. That. I do that you for everyone, no but you can instructor. still hear them. I can still hear them. <laughs> you can just, she did another one where it's like that pentatonic song. Hallelujah. I hate, I hate acapella, by the way. Hallelujah. And at the end, she's just like, raises her fist with oh, her eyes. No. Goes, Hallelujah. Oh, no. Everybody stand up. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, no. This is about an old man's orgasm, this song. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Nothing says Christmas like an old man's orgasm. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. The creatures are dead. You have before you one door leading to an outside plaza that turns to perhaps another section of the castle, and then another set of double doors leading. All you know, all you can hear is perhaps 
somewhere else outside connected to that uh, plaza you don't know and then stairs going up from the room with the pool what do you do rest <sighs> yes sheriff are you okay I'm a little worse for wear to be honest with you sir Will I could uh, I could use a little rest as am I I have sought out Ioma Day's aid, and I'm too weak to even complete the prayers. I must get some rest, I'm afraid. Where are we, where are we resting? I'm very badly hurt. Can we return to the safe place? I'm a bit hurt, but I feel quite well rested. Oh, yes. How was the maze? I don't know what happened. Was that you? That was me. Oh, my. Saving well, your life. Yeah, I feel like I was gone for hours, just wandering about, and it's like sort of... Maze. You were only gone for about 18 to 24 seconds. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? You're having a laugh. Pull the other one. (laughs) You're having a laugh. Question for you. I've never been there. What was it like? I don't know. I felt like if I were a minotaur, say, I would have had an easier time of it. But uh, it was quite relaxing. Like I, got, I went there, and it's like it's sort of like weird, uh, you know. I'm not a poet, you know. Should have sent a poet if we'd had one. But I showed it there, and it's like, oh, what's this? So I just sat down and like had like a little quick, well, a, a leisurely drink off of the uh, uh, potion. And I was like, well, I don't know where I am. So can't seem to get away. There's a lot of walls. Yeah, I don't know. It's strange. I honestly feel like I've been gone for hours. You say 18 seconds. I was surprised when I came back and you're still like engaged with that thing. Well, Baron and, and Sir Will were very ineffective. <laughs> yes, Nesta, it was. I mean, I don't want to say it, but I, I won't say it. I won't say it. But I'm glad I came back, and you should be as well. I am, indeed. I thought you had left. Though it was only 18 seconds here, it still felt like an eternity. Felt like hours for us, too. The creature was practically unhittable. And yet... I was a doddle. You appeared and struck it. Well done, Nesta. Yeah, no, it was easy. Just... (sighs) Okay, can we please go to the lower floor? Ah... Yes, take my hand. Okay. Where do we? Uh, isn't that where we rest? We just we always were, we kept going back to rent. Uh, rent falls. Rent Renfro. Oh, Renfro. <laughs> Brad Renfro. Brad Renfro's uh, room. We also slept once up where we fought the spiders from Mars. Oh yeah, uh, you yeah. could dimension door us up there if you want to use a dimension door to get back, yeah. up or down. Up, right? Uh, that's up. At the that's top, top of the secret stairwell. Well, that's where the two spiders were, but one got away. But then you're using dimension. We're about to rest. All right, let's go to right, But then you got to use it in the morning to get back. Right. While we're up there, you can go invisible, fly out to the Johns, and throw them off the John. What? <laughs> I actually did understand what he meant. <laughs> you did? He meant the I magical could, saddles. I could fly up oh, the tower the, and those, throw the magical okay, saddles. Yeah, saddle the Johns. Off right. of the edge of the, the precipice of... 
the castle. Yeah. You see how long it took to say all of that, and you got exactly what I said in a much shorter amount of time. That's why Philadelphia is historically the, John, the most productive city in, the, in the America. John is the zip intelligence because of their efficiency and efficiency. The people of Philadelphia can't get a restaurant The linguistic compression mechanism we always needed. You can you can walk into a restaurant that's open with I mean an unbelievable amount of open tables, dozens of empty tables, plenty of staff bustling about, but they won't see you. But, be but no available away. table. I made our dinner reservation a month in advance for Pax Unplugged. <laughs> Cher. It was Cher that fucked us up. That's right. It always is. It's always uh, fucking I, Cher. She's in town. She's in cahoots with Michael Bay. You know it. Yep. <laughs> We're coming for you too, Cher. Cher and Bay. Right. Gonna be, you're going to be sharing a cell when we're done with you. <laughs> Down by the bay, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what I thought? I was like, Troy, actually, I bet he regrets that joke. And then I look over and he's cackling at himself. <laughs> uh, I just like when Skid and I get lost in pun town. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> what do you do? You go back down to Renfall's chamber? No, let's go up to the tower. Ta- up to the tower, and then I'll. If we can heal me, I'll do it. But right now, I have fifteen hit points. Yeah, I can. Oh, I can cast spells. On oh, you. we might have a problem. We might have to sleep for two days up there. Ooh, I should have enough healing. Uh, I mean, I can definitely heal you up in the morning, but it'll take half of my healing for the day. I mean, I could take a cure, sir. I never did this potion, so I could take this potion. Yeah, I have I have three cure seriouses. I have uh, cure moderate, four cure lights, uh, just at my immediate disposal before scrolls and stuff. So I think we'll be fine. What's cure serious plus what? Four, three, five. It's not. A, uh, it's a spell. Serious is plus. It's five. five. I, well, no. Well, if you're taking the potion, if I cast it on you, it's plus nine. Oh, you can cast it. Yes. Oh, uh, all right. Let's do healing uh, off air, but we'll see where we're at. And if it's something that we really want to do, like if we want to continue forth that that day. Okay, great. All right. So it, if we rest, Troy, if we rest through, we can rest through the night, right? There's no interruption of the rest. Is that what you do? Yes. We go to the, the airy uh, and rest through the night. Just as your eyes close, you fall asleep. <laughs> Yeah, I would imagine. We're exhausted. And then the flight attendant puts her hand on your shoulder. (laughs) It's your orange juice, sir. (laughs) And that happened to me recently. (laughs) Here's your orange juice. Wake up. (laughs) Uh, All right, so we have figured it out, and it will require two channels from Sir Will, a full night's rest, a bunch of heals from Baron. A bunch of heals from Baron. But uh, he burned his spell list. Sir Will, in the morning, had to cast two. So basically, Sir Will has channeled twice on the day already in this current day. Mm -hmm. So he couldn't do it until we we woke up. But now we're all uh, almost... Full or almost full? I'm almost full, but I'm good to go. And, uh, yeah, spells recharged. I just love this idea of the, the saddles. I'm, I'm so obsessed with it. Go up to... fly. Go ethereal. Fly up to the airy. Or wherever that was. Or invisible. Room. If that's cheaper. It's cheaper, but I don't know that it's going to actually get me in there. So, but anyway, get up to the saddle room and just toss them out the window. Before you were th- ethereal and yeah. you went by unmolested. Okay. So before you were ethereal, I got the sense that they that they were outside, that they were like on a hook 
like outside of a room. I don't think you were in a room. Was he in a room? It was like a roost tower, a mezzanine. So it was open air. Yeah. So I could just talk So I think you out. can literally just push them over the edge. But if you're ethereal, you're not going to be able to do that. Well, I just pop out of being, uh, I pop out of the ethereal plane, do that, go back to being ethereal, come back. Okay. All right. I do that, Troy. It's wild. We can, just, we can just hand wave If that, you right? get in trouble, yeah, sure. charge back to this room with all haste and we'll fight him in here. Whatever happens. <laughs> you go over to that ladder leading up to that room that is, it looks like it's your, there's no walls. Right when you pass through that secret passageway, you're in that womb, womb you're that room that just, you see open sky all around you. But then on the far edge of the room, there's that staircase going up. So you walk through that very strange room and you go up the staircase all on the ethereal plane and you're making haste and you get to the sort of catwalk up there in the highest reaches of the castle as far as you can see. And you keep walking along and you get back uh, to uh, where that is like a nest and then you go up the pole and there is on the ledge uh, four hooks with giant saddles but now there's just one saddle remaining I take I'll just take the saddle then okay I'll take it we'll put it in and I'll bring it back so you pop out of here pop in take it back with you and then hustle back how many minutes do you think that took how many minutes of ethereal do you have a number it takes a number plus one so for the last minute. <laughs> now we're doing algebra? You are. Is that what I signed up for? X, X plus, plus one. one. It takes X plus one. Uh, so for the last minute, you're just, oh, God, they can see me. No, I, it, I would say it uh, all told, it probably takes you. And I'm fly. I fly. And you're flying, so that helps. And if you're moving with all haste. And she knows where it is. Yeah. Uh, eight minutes. Okay. That's <laughs> um, All right, so we have the, is this, this is a magical saddle, isn't it? No. I believe, oh, it's not. No. Oh, okay. I thought we had detected magic. I thought so too. Um, That's so interesting. I think that he us after we gave our idea. I think. I think. No, so I. You guys have always assumed they were magical. Oh, okay. Um, and then you kind of uh, Berenstein bared that into your brain. If you know what I mean. Mandela. Mandela effect. effect. You get it. All right. Well, we put the saddle into the uh, the bag of holding in case okay. we ever need to ride a dragon. And the saddle rides off into the sky. All right, so let's definitely not go outside today. Uh, Yep, because they are swirling. Uh, They got some intel. uh, From the GM. From the GM. (laughs) He told them. Well, you know, the thing is, that is going to happen. Something is happening here. Make no mistake. We are being watched. Everything we do is being documented, and adjustments are being made. I don't think among these, like, uh, I don't know, recent sign-ons or these, you know, people that are not even really in the immediate council of Volstice, sure, they, they might not know all about us, but when we get up there, people are going to know all about us, yeah. and they're going to have all kinds of defenses to exactly what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can just, I can feel it. Troy has hinted it multiple times. Renfall told you as much. Yeah, Renfall told yeah. us as well. <laughs> yeah, and so I feel like uh, the saddles was like they literally know. They overheard us talking about it, and yeah. they they made adjustments. John, grab the saddles. <laughs> All right, well, then let's stick to our original plan of going up the stairs and not going outside, at least at first. 
All right. Okay. So now we zip back through Dimension Door to the place where we felled the Silver Surfer and walk up those stairs. That's what we're talking about. You're very quick to spend other people's bottle caps and other people's spells as well, Joe. <laughs> oh, we're in the, <laughs> the upper... Yeah, we're upstairs. There's no way for us to get there. This is why I didn't want to go up there's, here. There's <laughs> yeah. stairs. There's a ladder we can climb down and go back through. Oh. Because those secret doors oh, the pop secret out on every fireplace. floor. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. We can pop Sorry, out on the... Nothing. Like, we're on the same floor that we fought... Uh, we can dimension all door. of those the orcs. orcs. No, we don't have to dimension. So you dimension door the ladder no. yeah, and I then thought, disintegrate no. it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a toilet. It looks like a toilet now. The ladder. <laughs> so yeah. basically, we come down the ladder and we come in the room where we fought the orcs. Yes, that's what you're saying. Yeah, perfect. I forgot about cool. that. Yes, um, but you still have to cast like flight on Sir Will, basically. Because yeah, remember those he's, ladders? He's a, very thick. It's yeah, main, meant for huge creatures. He can. Well, let's just dimension door because that helps out to cast it on Lexington. No, you don't. Lexington, I can summon when we get down there. I can say, stay here, and then I can just summon. Oh, them. yeah, it'll save more of your dimension door for later in the day. It would save one level You can just take spell. the broom, dude. Don't, yeah, don't waste flight. Take the broom. Oh. Yell at me. <laughs> take I, the broom, Joe. Would you take the broom? I am not the Shut giver up of and flight. take the broom. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I will take the broom. <laughs> Sir, Will, Sir Will weeping uh, on the broom slowly crying. flies behind everyone. Uh, they hate me. <laughs> I'm going to have to find the email that, Grant, you sent, I think, the first day we played, uh, when we recorded the first three episodes, first four episodes. Oh, no, I don't remember. I was drinking then, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, you, it, was, it was pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? I asked what I happened. I remember this. Because I had to Oh, leave. I do remember this. And the, the thing is, Grant barely knew Matthew. And his response was very... Very oh. intense, like the joke a brother would make to a brother. <laughs> yeah, let's see if I can find it. Please but. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I made love to your corpse. No, let's. It was quite about in that. I need to revisit this stuff. It's that was a long time ago. Listen, that's water under the bridge. So you go back to the room where you fought the. Mithril Golem <gasps> is what that creature was. Very so cool. Skip yeah. is very close with the Mercury Golem. It is a golem made of pure Mithril. What bestiary? Or is it an original Giant Slayer monster? Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. It's out of... Uh, I don't think it's original uh, Giant Slayer, at least. Because uh, I've seen it in other things. It is from Bestiary 2. Oh, wow. Classic. Oh, wow, and I've never seen it. Well, it's because I've never played this high of a... Uh, level created from a massive quantity of the purest mithril this golem is a thing of shining beauty unlike most golems mithril golems are extremely agile capable of moving at great speed and striking swiftly a mithril golem's body is made of 3,000 pounds of mithril and other precious metals. <laughs> that mean, is so expensive. You, I was just going to say, do you know how much the, this thing costs? <laughs> Can we drag it's, it into the bag of holes? It's worth yeah. 50,000 gold pieces. It's remains. Wow, that seems low even. <laughs> I know, that does seem kind of low. 3,000 uh, pounds of like, mithril? Yeah, if to make it, it's 250,000 gold pieces, but it's remains you are could, worth 50,000. I mean, you could... Outfit? Does it die and just lay there? Yeah. Holy, we could outfit an entire army of dwarves with mithril yeah, armor. Mithril or weapons. Or, yeah. <laughs> when we take over the world after this, 
We are going to be so. That is such a wonderful. That is like uh, having like a land war over a disputed island in the South China Sea for like the minerals on it, but instead it's defeating a mithril golem to get the raw materials necessary for your war machine. That is a really cool, just like uh, short campaign concept. Yeah, yeah. You're going to mine this monster. Yeah, you have to fight the thing you're going to mine. Yeah, very cool. What do you do? Well, we must go up these stairs, but. I'm afraid I could make quite a bit of noise. Um, Metra, do you think you could sneak up there, Ernesto? Take a peek. Perhaps? I could take a peek, but, you know... I mean, Metra, you've got these magical abilities to not go up there, and I'd just love to watch it. Yes, but I wouldn't want to steal your thunder. Oh, no, what thunder? What? No. Not from an artist. Surely not. No, no, I'm very humble. I don't do this for the recognition, you have to understand. I do this because I I genuinely enjoy experiencing the heights of excellence that people like you are able to show me. So, I mean, why would you deprive me of this? This is so pleasure that I get anymore. You're such a... Your flattery will get you everywhere, Master, but I have no ability to check for traps. All right. That we must rely on you for. Yeah, no, fair point. All right, so Nestor will do a... And he does have fast stealth, so he's going to go uh, do a stealth check. Uh, stealth. That is a 35 stealth, and he's going to do a trap check. Uh, and that is, let's see, it's quite high. Uh, uh, 44 perception. Okay. You don't detect any traps, and you don't hear anything. All right. Sir Will will just stay at the base, very base of the stairs, like ready for, ready for a fight if he has to charge up there. Nestor will stealth his way up the stairs. Let's go to a new map. It's so funny. I'm not going to read. I'm not going to read the email that Grant sent or the one that came after, which was worse. But then he wrote, "JK, we talked to Morning Hawk the Smithy and discovered the apprentice who worked on the knife disappeared a few days ago, and had only been working there three weeks. Talk to Brenya; she's all messed up." The hope knife that we has we had was definitely not the one she grew up with. We let her know he was murdered, but that didn't help a ton to make her feel better. <laughs> Incredible notes being notes. taken from day from, from the beginning. Day one. One. The notes. <laughs> wow, some things do stay the same. <laughs> She's all messed up. Luckily, it was a note taking and not the crippling drinking. <laughs> do you see yourselves on the slightly revealed staircase, winding staircase? Yes. yes. Uh, please arrange yourselves in the uh, order in which you are entering the scene. Which way is up? Uh, to the right, like to the south. The corner. That's up. Okay. South right. Uh, so the top is towards the south right. Sir Will is planning on staying still until you're Nestor, at the bottom of the stairs, right? Until now. Nestor calls him up. Until Nestor gives him the the sign, like ba- move forward. Barons, you can just see him hiding behind Metra's cloak, like looking on either side of her taller body with his pistol as she shifts her weight from one side to the other up the stairs. Literally a shadow creature. Why are you hiding behind me? <laughs> because you cast a shadow. You cast a shadow. I am a shadow. Well, exactly. That's why I love you. The shadow knows. All right. Yes, Sir Will is just concerned about clank, clank, clanking on his armor and fouling up Nestor's uh, stealthy. Approach. And I'm happy to roll stealth if it is necessary and 
keep it up, but still be behind Nestor. So. All right, so Nestor, um, give me your new stealth roll as you reach the top. Uh, new stealth as my iPad freezes. Uh, that is a 40. 40. Okay, so Nestor gets to the top of the stairs. You didn't even hear him go up there, but you see him at the top. And Nestor, as you reach the top, you see a very similar room uh, to the room below. Um, You hear water, but unlike the room below, you don't see it all over the floor. So you think there's got to be that pipe probably connects uh, from below to this room. But taking a peek around the corner, you see the room opens up and then turns inward. It's another circular room. You see a basket far away. Hmm. A basket. Bastard in a basket. This is metagaming, but I'm noticing when I was trying to find us on the map that we are now on the map where we fought the fire giants that we popped out of the secret fireplace entrance. Oh. Right. Ah, I see that. Oh. On the same level. Yeah. Uh, it's not It's not metagaming. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, know, no. we know what level we're on. Dungeoneering check would yeah. tell us as much. Yeah, that's, or I memory. Don't, I don't the, have the really memory. scary part is the clones of us that are still in the room with the fire giant. Oh, oh no! Oh, what foul sorcery is this? We Simulacra. cut to them real quickly. Well, we finally dispatched of the fire. <laughs> I can't believe time we're... has no meaning. In it. Our our party's based on the number of times Troy's copy pasted us, or basically like the infinite number of Mortys in the universe. Right. This is a multiverse of oh. me forgetting to delete you. Nestor's at the top of the stairs. He's stealthed up there. Sees a room. It looks like it's going to be kind of similar to what you were in. What do you guys do? Perception. You're way down the middle of the stairs there, yeah, why don't you sweetheart. Just peek into the room there, Nestor. N- yeah, Nestor is going to creep uh, along the wall and peek around it to look into the rest of the room. You see a large stone fountain, similar to the one downstairs, sitting in the middle of yet another round room. This one is furnished with three ornate cupboards painted with delicate cloud-like patterns, a set of matching chairs, and six huge wicker baskets. (laughs) You also see as the wall to your south rounds up into the northeast, another staircase going up. Oh, wow. Where? Um... I've hidden oh. it on the map, but I'll Over show you this. the first beginning of the steps. Yeah. The northeast, uh, just because there's a wall oh, that you can't see. see behind. But yeah, right. another. Oh, story. that's it. That's all he sees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. like it is a tower. Yeah, like it's not separated to this floor. And do these arrow slits point out into the direction that we haven't walked out to those eastern door on the previous level? Can we look out there? Um, Well, once we step in, I guess we'll have to see. The one to the northeast would point closest in that direction, but you really would need an arrow slit going directly north. Mm. So, yeah, you're not sure. You, You would know if it extends further out, if you can see anything out of the northeast one. Okay. All right. Nestor looks back, hand signals them to come up, saying, doesn't see anything. Baron will stealth up behind. 35. 35. Sir Will will. Chink, 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 
clink, 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 uh, up the stairs behind. Uh, about ten feet behind Baron. Let's step in. Would you like me to go ahead? Okay. I'll yeah, take that please, as a yes. Yeah, no, please, to go ahead. You can yeah, see the fear in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, I'm terrified. Sir Willamette will step up. Come, Lexington. I have a fear of dogs, you see. We shall fear no evil. I will detect evil. Uh, in a 60-foot cone, I will wash it around. It will get uh, the first three wicker baskets and the fountain as I waft it around. Okay. How do you know they're made out of wicker? He set up. Oh, he did? Um, what else is everybody else doing? Metro will stand directly behind Sir Will and do the same thing with the tech magic. Okay. Waft it around. Um, Nestor? Nest, sorry. Nestor is going to hang back and he's basically going to stay there until something happens okay. because he's most um, effective right here probably. Right behind the edge of that wall. Right, yeah. Right by the right by the edge of the stair wall looking into the room. Baron, Baron will cast long shot on, on himself and stand shoulder to shoulder with Sir Will. Okay. Maybe I'll do a little mirror image. <laughs> you feel a combat coming? What? Me? He does seem strangely like Troy is preparing his... Somebody detected me. Mm-hmm. I'm jumping out of the basket. <laughs> and as I step next, I will join in Sir Will's evil detection with a chaos detection. <sighs> Metro roll a perception check. Uh, that is a 36. That is a fail. However, being able to see invisible helps you to see not one, but two gugs oh, these hiding things. behind the wicker baskets <laughs> start coming towards the party. <laughs> oh, no. Roll for initiative. Yeah, oh, they're God. always invisible. Why has my goddess not yet allowed me to see invisibility? Hmm. <laughs> so, Will, he looks... What is it, Metra? What do you see? Gags. Where? <laughs> God, that's such a great horror movie. Yeah, it is. That's, 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 yeah. Gugs. Gugs. War on Gugs. Baron, what'd you get? A 25. 25. What's your bone? Plus 15. Okay. Nestor? Uh, 26. 26. What's your bone? 12. <laughs> 12. Sir Will. 15. 15. Metra. 24. Yeah. 20. Nice. Four. Oh no, the cooks are going to close and oh, bite and grapple. Surprise round. You see the gugs get right up in your business. They move towards you. Uh, I can reveal them to you, Metra. Uh, well, no, I'm revealing. I wonder if there's a way I can just show one of you. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> there is if you don't use the old school lighting. Oh yeah. That's dumb. <laughs> I, like, I don't know how to use that. Metric I'm, I'm proud stupid. you made it this far, but you are like my dad. Why are they going to come up with something new? I, just, what do, what do, I don't want to just update. Let me just use the old one. I didn't like the old one. I don't like the new one. <laughs> but I got used to the old one. Uh, 
that is where they are. Oh, uh, so, right on top of us. Yep, they oh, were behind uh, the basket just to the south, or kind of like the west, southwest of the fountain, and then the basket to the uh, northeast. So I detected evil. You detected evil. And yeah. uh, Baron, you did detect chaos as well. So wow. chaotic evil. And they're marching towards you. There is evil in this room. And can I point out that the Gugs we fought earlier were kind of like, they felt like they were sealed off from the rest of the castle. Like someone made a mistake getting them here and they were like banished in that room. And these guys are not. You could just walk up these stairs. Maybe and they're loose. They got loose. Remember that uh, one of them went up through the middle of the ceiling. You yeah. Said it. Was it last week? Yeah. Um, and so this would be two floors above. But Freddy, then, Freddy, is that you? You wonder <laughs> could the other one have been the one that went in the maze? You son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! Remind him that he cannot take a full attack action when he returns. Round one. It is Nestor's turn, but he does not see the gugs. Yeah, and says, whoa, whoa, what is it? There, and there. Oh, he said, oh, fuck. And he's gonna hold. Hold. They are emanating a strong evil. Esther delays on round one. And Guard yourself, Baron. Baron's turn. Baron is going to, after hearing uh, from Metra that there are gugs in the room, will cast Sea Invisibility on himself. Nice. Beautiful. Humongous. Very good. Huge. What do you see, Sheriff? I see one gug there, right in front of the fountain, and one slightly to the east. Got it. (laughs) Right there, and right there. Um... And, uh, yeah, I'll take a five-foot step back. Five-foot step back. I can handle this, Chef. Metra's turn. Target these explosions and fire. <laughs> and she'll do a, cha- a chain lightning. Actually, you know what? No, I'm not going to cha- do a chain lightning. I'll do a scorching rays. Oh, scorching that's ray. ray. So you got two? Uh, I get more than two. You get four? Four? Uh, one ray plus one additional ray for every four levels beyond third. For a maximum of three rays at 11th level. So I get four rays. Okay, awesome. All right, first yeah, so two on each. So boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I Every love morning when I wake up. Scorching Ray. It's do a great, great spell. Do yeah. we remember from what we learned about the Gugs? Did they have any kind of resistance to fire? or You don't remember that. Okay. Um, because they do. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> conveniently, you don't remember that they do. No. Um, give me a little range touch. Give me a natural one. I want to see a nice magic fumble. All right. This is against the one to the east, which is the right. Ooh, Gug right. Uh, that's a 23 against touch. 23 against touch is a hit. Nice. Let me roll the second one against him as well. Hey, same guy? Yeah. I'm gonna, I have four rays. I'm going to do two and two. Okay. okay. That is a 28 against touch. Whoa. Against Ooh. Gug left. No, that's both against Gug right. Gug both right. Gug right. All right, so that's going to be 46 for each ray. I'll roll that right now. 46 for each ray. <laughs> wow. That's 92 damage. <laughs> uh, 45 points of damage from both rays. Gug right. Uh, so 90 total? No, 25. No, I was joking. Skid was joking. Okay, yeah. so what's the total damage? 25. Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't know. I know you have a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> that's like counting just buddies. Just so like for a moment. 105. <laughs> seven. There's only so many encounters left. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right. What else? Two rays against Gug left. First ray. Uh, that's a hit with a 27. Fourth ray is a natty 18. That'll <laughs> oh hit as God. well. Ray. Uh, that was a Ray Charles. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, that's 29 points of damage. Ooh! And conveniently, I have pointed with fiery light where the creatures are. Indeed, yep. and Nestor will take his turn. Okay. Um, that'll be a 50% missed chance for old Nestor, yep. but uh, no, no time like the present to act. All right, he's going to take a five-foot step, and he's going to focus his fire on Gug Wright, the one to the right side of the fountain, the area where he saw the explosions. Try Gug Light. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes better. Less filling. <laughs> Did you see the new Gug Bowl? <laughs> Uh, I was good for Gug Dry. <laughs> All right, I am going to do extra attack. Gug, 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 gug. I like Gug Right Lime. Gug Right Seltzer. I'm going to do rapid shots. And yeah, okay. Here we go. Let's Come see. on. First attack with Old Jota. Is a 31. 31's a hit. Show me that miss percentoni chance. 50%. Uh, that's a miss. Miss with a multi shot. 11. No! Uh. Metro, why wouldn't you be more specific? <laughs> second. Metro, you fool. Second attack. Uh, 31. You sirs. Okay. Uh, another miss on concealment. Oh, oh wait. I think I have something that... Can you re-roll that, John Skeet? Do you have blind fight? Uh, oh, no, that's melee. Yeah. Yeah, what's I the thought, range? I think I have some, like, range, range ver- equivalent. The range version is elf only. Oh, okay. All right. I thought I had something that uh, helped me of with that. It, it, it's not blind fight as much as the concealment thing, but... Third... Elf John. Attack. Oh, man. Elf John John. Uh, 26 to hit. Okay, give me the conceals. Another miss. Oh, oh no, oh. man! That's that's like tails three times in a row. Uh, twenty-three to hit. That is a miss. Final attack. Uh, that's a uh, yeah. Twenty. Another miss. Oh, brutal. Oh man. No, no, sir. Thanks again, there Norse, Norse, uh, Norse Foundry. Thank you. Well, Gug Wright appears. And casts Unholy Blight. Ugh. Um, Baron and Sir Will, give me a will save. Spell, spell like ability poison? Spell, John. Uh, okay. Need to make some... Uh, Which one? Will? Will, yes. 28. Ooh. Ha. <laughs> uh, 35. And then a natural 20 for Lexington. Wow. 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 Okay. It's an incorruptible wolf. Yes. Lexington. And you're all uh, good characters. I don't know what uh, Lexington's alignment is, but. Oh, dude, it's good, it's man. Good, course, He's a yeah. celestial wolf. And Baron, you're good, right? I started my character, and it still says on my sheet is lawful neutral. We had a discussion on air a while ago about how, like, my actions throughout have made me more towards chaotic good than lawful neutral. Uh, and I think we all agreed as we talked about that 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 makes sense. So, have no. you changed alignments to chaotic good, or kind of? I haven't changed the it on the sheet. Change it. Just I'll just change, change it. it. To, do, do I feel like chaotic good to you guys? Well, no. No. You do I feel, feel like, like lawful and, neutral? 
I think you feel like lawful good and or lawful neutral good. good. Honestly, in the old way, in the old way, <laughs> it would be annotated like in Monster Manual by it's like lawful neutral with like good in parentheses, so like trending towards good, but still technically lawful neutral. Yeah, that's, that's kind of where I. That's kind of where I am. Yeah. I'd say I'd say you're still lawful neutral. Lawful neutral. Okay. Uh, okay. The only yeah, the only reason it's kind of the, uh, that I like the chaotic part of it was the Inquisitor part of his area to be able to like use the enemy's weapons against them and all those things. Those are things that might not necessarily be done by a lawful character. Mm. Um, yeah, but but you you play a lawman. It's true. You know, it, it's more of. But a, you can be a renegade. You can be a renegade. Lawman. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be lawful good though. I don't think. All right. Well, yeah. if you're neutral, uh, Sir Will, you're going to take uh, you and Lexington will take eleven points of damage, and uh, Baron, you'll just take five okay. if you're neutral. Um, and now it is Sir Will's turn. One of the Gugs is visible. Oh, you've made a terrible mistake, uh, Sir Will. Chaotic evil, Sir. Oh, chaotic do it, evil. As if he could possibly hold back to not use all his abilities too early in a day in a con in an encounter that's not going to be that tough. <laughs> it's out of my hands. He sees this thing and immediately smites it. Let my lance be drawn to your evil. And uh, he casts smite evil on the on Gug right lime, and he <laughs> charges. Uh, uh, you're due, man. You're due. <laughs> yeah, we'll roll it over. Come on. Uh, okay. Here we go. You bastard. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it continues, but it's probably going to be a hit. It's a 37 to hit. That's a hit. That was a natural six. And uh, <laughs> he is going to ride by attack, so charge past the creature and create some distance between him and it. And uh, that will be 74 points of damage. Ooh. 74 points of damage. As bright white light shatters through the creature's now skin. Now we're talking. Pierces straight to its heart of evil. And it bypasses any and all DR. Okay. Uh, that is pretty rad. Um, yeah. It is the other Gug's turn. Uh, he appears um, and does the same thing. Unholy Blight. Uh, Nestor, where you're evil, this won't affect you. Uh, but Baron and Metra roll a will save. <laughs> Nestor just soaks it in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Nestor, you gain the hit. Yeah, it's, it's like Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you just won the Super Bowl Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. 30. 30. Natural 20. Okay. Ooh, there you go. All right, everybody. Calm, calm, calm yourself. It's a really good breakfast fight. 18. <laughs> All right, so Metro, you take nine points of damage. Baron, you take four. Okay. <laughs> Nestor, you gain 13. Uh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, the Gugs have uh, created a, a, a Venn diagram of sorts. Oh, you guys can't see what I can see, but um, they have uh, overlapped to try and create this unholy energy around you, this cloying miasma of unholy energy. You can feel it in your bones, and maybe Nestor feels a little rejuvenated by this, unless his heart has grown a few sizes. I don't know. Let's get to round two. It's Baron's turn. Baron's going to swift action enact Bane Gug. Yes. <laughs> right on that gun. Bane Gug. <laughs> Bane Gug is the way to kill. Uh, here it comes. He's going to start fanning the hammer on his pistol at these Hell guys. Yeah. First at Gug, right. Here comes the first attack. Cracked eye. Oh, boy. That is going to be a 
25 against Touch AC. Yep, that'll gug. Here comes. I haven't done Bane in so long with some of the creatures you're throwing at us. Here comes. Oh, I see the GCP on the six. Nice. That's nasty town. That's 35 points of damage Ooh. on the first attack against Gug Right. Okay. Uh, second attack is coming out now. That one will take some DR. 23 against Touch AC. Uh, that is a hit. Nice. Here comes the damage. I don't have DR. Um, Damn it. <laughs> I wanted to bypass something. <laughs> 36 points of damage against Gug Right. And that kills that. Yeah. Gug Gug right down, baby. Gug right down. Gug right numbs. Yeah. Bottle caps. GL numbs. Tough day of work. Grab a GL numbs. Well, this is Gug left. Gug left numbs. Baron reloads his pistol, fans it out from underneath his duster while taking a five foot step and. Fires it, Gug left. Nice. Let's get up close and deadly against this one, too, to add another 2d6. Woo! That's a natty 19! Two confirmed. Critical threat. Critical 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 threat. That's going to be a 17 against Touch AC. 17 against Touch AC. Yes! Yes! yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's bring it in from ooh. Ian from Toronto. Toronto. Sorry, Matthew. Hey, Ian from Toronto. Hi, Ian. Uh, Love your city. <laughs> You've been to Toronto? Yes. Oh, you had your bachelor party? Oh, bachelor party that's right. You're not allowed back, though. We weren't invited. <laughs> I didn't know you. That is the most ba- Matthew oh, thing right. ever to have your bachelor party in Toronto. At a salon. <laughs> At a salon. <laughs> Reading the day's latest journalism or criticism from the from the Cahiers du Cinema. I was so, we just went out drinking, but I had I had such a terrible cold. I just sat there nursing Canadian whiskey, being like, <laughs> "Can I have another, I have another hot toddy? I need to burn it out of me." Oh uh, man, I, I loved that logic, particularly in college. Like when you had a bad cold, and you're just like, well, "Just burn it out with the alcohol." <laughs> the more I drink, it'll go away. I feel. So so much better. Like four hours later, yeah. and then you wake up in the morning. You're just like, oh, oh that is the worst. Being hungover with a cold is so miserable. <laughs> All right, Ian from Toronto, make it rain. Oh, Baron, yeah. it doesn't say Baron. Uh, roll again. Okay. If you hit, oh god, oh boy. Let's see if I hit before oh you read the rest. Sorry, Troy. Was this a crit? Yeah. Uh, that is a hit. That is higher than my last die roll. Okay. Roll again. <laughs> roll again? If No. Okay. If you hit triple damage. Oh, my God. And all players at the table receive a bottle cap. <laughs> oh, God. my God. Oh, my God. If you miss, double damage. Love you, Ian from Toronto. Thank you, Ian. Oh, wow. wow. That's incredible. Wow. We really need more bottle cap gifting in these... He's Chris. Does that mean I give up too? Uh, Good one. Eh? You are. Uh, are you a player? No, it's a, that's Good a distinction. You're the game yeah. master. I never it's a distinction. Get one. Never. Uh, all right. So quintuple damage. Quintuple damage. And you all have one bottle cap. Mark it somehow. I don't. Have oh wow. Okay. Yes. Great. We have bottle caps in the kitchen. All right. There we do. I'm on it. <laughs> There Someone he goes. Bottle caps. Uh, off off like a shot. That is my least favorite crit that we've that ever pulled. That is the best <laughs> crit. That is a stimulus package for the bottle cap. <laughs> yeah, yeah it really is. is. Little shot. That's all the economy needs is a little shot in the arm. 
There are no bottle caps. I have a there's whole a, bowl of them right here. There's also there's a thing oh. by the washing machine. Here, I have a bowl. All right. Is that my bowl? I don't know. <laughs> I think it is. That's, oh, where oh, I, oh, sorry. that's why I couldn't find my oh, cap. I got a Sir Will cap. <laughs> oh, I got a Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's the ones we're talking Oh, a gift. Just write a date. Take a marker and write a date. A on listener the back. gift from Kate's Magnets. Kentucky bottle caps. Nice. Oh, cool. Just mark them so you don't forget. All right. Hoop. Sorry. Oh, good. I got a Troy bottle cap. <laughs> Baron okay. deals out 174 points. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he's dead. Wait, you quadruple the bane. Quintuple the bane. I did. Is the bane not quintuple? No, no. Okay. I'll take out. Uh, okay, so it's still it's still 110 base, and then I'll just reroll the last. And then the bane. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah, probably that's enough. Yeah. 110. <laughs> <laughs> it explodes wow. in a cloud of bottle caps. I rolled like really Scott shitty bane. That is literally the most overpowered crit of all time. That was awesome, especially when Baron pulls it because it's against touch AC. Yeah. Phenomenal. Ooh. Staying in initiative. <laughs> oh. It's Metro's turn. Uh, I will roll perception. Uh, 36. Nothing. On the ethereal plane end, invisible? Nothing. Uh. What's your game, Lavelle? What's your game? Let's see. I will. S- All right, at the procedure. I'll take a step into the room, I suppose. And I will detect magic, standard action, across the room. I'm basically at, I'm ten, five feet away from the edge of the fountain, and I'll detect magic in a 60-foot cone. 60-foot cone from where you are? Yeah. Like right to the edge of the cupboards, basically. Yeah, right to the edge of the cupboards. Pretty much all the wicker baskets are in it. Mm-hmm. Actually, they are all in it. So you detect magic as a standard action? Indeed, I do. You detect the presence of magical auras. Okay. I tell everyone. Noted. It is Nestor's turn. Uh, yeah, he hears this, and he's, like, scanning. He's just, like, moving his bow like Legolas and Moria. Just like, but he's going to hold. Sir Will. Could still be evil in this place. He steps forward. It's okay, Lexington. Lexington's like, shine away. <gasps> Fear not. He moves, moves forward. Let me get a gauge on my uh, distance here real quick. Uh, Sir Will will move right up to the, right up to the fountain mm-hmm. and will detect evil as a standard action. Uh, again, 60-foot cone. So he basically, he's going to put it not right next to him, um, but because he's only got one standard action, so he can't like waft the whole room. I don't think. I don't know how it works, but anyway, sixty foot cone is going to be pretty damn wide. But um, sixty foot cone uh, does that go? Actually, no. You got to point it. He'll do it right in front of him, and and kind of yeah, out like this way. Okay, so towards the north part of the room. Yeah, the northern part of the room, the cupboards. Okay, you don't detect any evil. There's no evil to the north. Any evil presence, I should say. Um. Did you move to get there? I did. Round three. Baron. 
Oh, got it, because Nestor moved in the order. Um, okay, so we still feel like something evil might be coming towards us again, right? Then Baron is going to say, Torag, guide me through this. Guide me to a victory that will shake the very heavens. Cast protection from evil on himself and moves up behind Sir Will. Protection from evil. Slides up uh, about 30 feet. Slides up 30 feet, so he's 15 feet to the south of Sir Will. Meanwhile, Metra and Nestor are to the south. At that moment a couple of things are going to happen the first thing that happens is a creature appears about 10 feet to the left of Metra and just south south of Baron it is a demonic looking (gasps) creature oh Oh, no no no. No. those things are bad is it a frock is that what it is it's like a bird-like Do you smell demon. what the rock is cooking? Oh, it is! Oh, no. Oh, no. This is uh, a, a gigantic vulture-like creature. It's a, t- a twisted cross between a man and a gigantic vulture covered in a cloud of spores and a trail of feathers. It appears and lets out a shrill screech. <laughs> Everybody roll a fortitude save. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Come on, Sir Willamette of Highbury. Trust in you. Grant's got a face. Not good. Got a bit of a face on you. Is it a spell, spell-like ability, or poison? Uh, it is a supernatural ability. Oh, oh no, he got you! <laughs> yeah, I, I rolled a real tweener, so I think you probably got me, too. Ooh, I don't like the look on Skid's face, either. I have a tweener involved, but I, it might be a, a ridiculous Grant tweener where it's super high. When you say involved, you mean you or Lexington? I think Sir Will is not a tweener, okay. but Lexington might be. Who wants to go first? I will go. Okay. My tweener might be on the high end, I think. Okay. 24. Okay. What about Lexington? Lexington got a 24. Lexington. Sir Will got a 32. Okay. Uh, Metra? 20. Ooh. Baron? 25. Oh. <laughs> See, I said it was a Grant tweener. <laughs> but yeah, it's I said the end of the book type I know, of enemies, no, no, dude. Yeah. I don't know. 25 is fine. Calm down. Nestor. Shut up, Joe. 26. Okay. Metra was the only fail. Oh, oh no. Do you have anything in your hands? Uh, my quick and meta magic rod. Not anymore. <gasps> Drop it. Not panicked. Stunned. Oh, oh no. stunned. She drops everything held, which includes her quickened metamagic rod, and she is her quickened metamagic rod. See you later, Ron. <laughs> you drop everything held, can't take actions, take a minus two penalty to AC, and lose your dex bonus to AC if you have any. <laughs> this creature makes that sound. How long? One round. Then, the basket that's about 20 feet away from Metra. Oh, God. The lid pops off. No! Oh, 
no. And slither. <gasps> no. Oh, I thought of snakes when I saw oh, the baskets. No. Oh, of the basket oh. is a naga. Oh, oh my naga. god, and you're stunned? Oh, oh no, 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 oh. no. We know about this Naga. Yeah, we do. Unless this is a minion Naga of the greater Naga, but there's a Naga here. Yeah, this is... Uh, in service to Volstice. Ly- Ly- Lyrantius, the spirit Naga. The Naga is the one that's been keeping an eye on us. Oh, who Has told full us run of the castle, Dyselki was the creature we fought earlier with the chain. From episode 299, uh, Renfall told us about Lyrantius. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Describe what she looks like. Can you guys see it? Uh, she's yeah. not on my map anymore. She she's oh. got like oh, like a diamond back pattern on her scales. It's like crimson and purple, and yeah. she's got like red pointy ears, glowing eyes, and like red long red flaming hair and fangs and, and fangs. fangs. It's a very it's a very uh, yeah purple Pur- red uh, motif. <sighs> For, 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 from Rimfall's descri- to description, spirit nagas that tap into dark powers, the, the witches of their kind, and despised by their own kind. They're horrible to look at. Body of the snake, torso of a person. They feed off negative death energy from tortured spirits and seek out places of fundamental corruption. <gasps> They're going right for Nestor. <coughs> she slithers out, <laughs> and she looks at you, and she's just bobbing back and forth like a snake would. And she says... I've been watching you. Yeah. <laughs> you entered Iron Cloud Keep. My eyes have followed you throughout the castle. Strong and mighty you are, in spite of your size. But now I know all of your tricks. And I prepared Volstice for you. Should you face him before me? But now you enter my chamber. <laughs> Long has your journey been to get to this moment, but it ends here because now. You will die! Ah! And a flood of prismatic colors come no! out at all of you. <gasps> and we will see you next time. Oh no, we're all gonna be stunned as shit! Oh my god! The prismatic spray is so bad. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, it's pro- no. oh no. Dude. Oh no. Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 